The matchmaker returns, but she did not expect all the different innuendo involving baseball and sex. But the apocalypse nears as Wayne and Stewart have beers and for a brief moment, share some mutual respect. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one has completely lost control of its Twitter DM group. I am Al, your host, <laughs> and joining me in the room, as always, is a lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and everyone's Valentine, Victor. And joining us this week, uh, he's one of the hosts and producer of the Guys Review podcast. He's a frequent contributor to our DM group and a good guy. He's a really good guy, all the way from Auburn, Alabama, please join me in making some noise for Stephen Walker. Wondrous. Oh my god. I regret nothing. Welcome to the Protestant Stephen. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys having me here. All the way from LA. Lower Alabama. Oh, okay. Oh, well done. So, are the the tacos? You guys did that in unison. Are the tacos there any good? Um, you know, actually, the best food you can get: fried chicken from a gas station. True story. (laughs) Why not? I'm telling you, any particular one or just a gas station? (laughs) If it's a like non-branded, not like a Shell or an Exxon, you won't like backwoods side of the road dirt road gas station gonna have the best fried chicken you'll ever have so uh, i can corroborate that not not in um alabama when i was in louisiana though the best po' boy I had was at some random fucking mm-hmm. roadside gas station and it was amazing mm. yeah that's 100 percent. can't confirm ah. <laughs> interesting so steven i mean i introduced you from auburn alabama is that where you're speaking to us from yes yes auburn alabama southeast alabama yes sir Okay, cool. And uh, Auburn, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with the name, but uh, describe it. Is it a city town? Like what, what, what is it a big? Uh... It is a, Auburn is a college town. Mm-hmm. Um, Auburn University is based here. So there are students, it's, there's about 40,000 Auburn students, but then there's about 40,000 city residents. Right. And it's just kind of like this weird hodgepodge of people who just want to live their life and kids who just want to get drunk and have sex all the time. I was going to say it's a party town then. Yeah. Yeah. It can be, it can be. And it's hard, you know, I've got a, I've got a little girl seven, like y'all. Yeah. And, um, it's hard sometimes, man, you go downtown and these guys are talking about getting drunk and getting laid the night before. And it's like, honey, let's go. We'll go eat somewhere else today. <laughs> she had a um, lifetime experience. Yeah. Tell me my wife, that. my wife was born and raised here and I'm, I'm, I'm terrified because she's told me some of her stories being a high school student going to college parties. And I'm like, Oh yeah, shit, eh? Yeah, and I was I was a college guy, so mm-hmm. I know what we do at those parties, and <laughs> I don't want my daughter there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Stephen, what what do you do in Auburn? Uh, I am in real estate and property management. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's just uh, I don't know, it's crazy right now, man. Like with everything that's buying and selling, and of course, as I was telling you earlier, it's hot now. So now I'm going out. How it works in our town is everyone moves in at the beginning of the semester, and we're about to get there. So. Mm-hmm. 
everyone's about to move out. We have a ton of apartments checked. Just it's just hot and sweaty and crazy. I've just been so busy these past so couple of weeks getting ready. A lot of uh, rentals there, I guess, with all the students. Yeah. 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 Now, I don't know what it's like down there. I know up here, for example, real estate's out of control up here. It's stupid expensive. I have no idea how anyone can buy a, a first time home. It's oh, it's way out of we couldn't afford to buy the house we're in now. No. Now, like, no, it's, no. It's, it's crazy. Is it the same yeah. down there? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. My, they, uh, I, I had my home refinanced, blah, blah, blah. And it's like three times what, it, what we bought it for. Yeah. And yeah. of course my wife and father were like, sell it. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. we got to buy something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, relative, right. Yeah. Where are you going to go? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, but it's, it's, it, yeah, it's, everything's good, man. It's, it's, I'm so, I'm so excited to be here. I'm, I'm rambling now, obviously. So. No, no, it's great. <laughs> we're, we're happy to have you here. I mean, you, I mean, I, your name I've seen since we started this, like you were yeah. an early adapter uh, to the podcast. So let's talk about that. Where did you first discover the show letter, Kenny? Uh, that would be actually one of my co-hosts, uh, Trey. He, I, at the, uh, wait a minute. The one who doesn't like Terminator two. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a hard time uh, co- co- like reconciling the fact that he and I might agree on something. <laughs> and he's, and he's, what? Al- he's always so nice to you too. When he, oh when my he God. You yeah. I've got some choice words for that guy too. Anyway. I've never met anyone who doesn't like <laughs> T2. Never. Uh, apparently we know how okay. you, You've never met anyone who's like Trey. Trust me. I've never met the guy, but just from what I've heard. <laughs> He, of, the, of the four hosts in our podcast, two of us love it and two of them hate it. And so, I mean, oh, wow. I, I need to make better life choices. I understand that. But <laughs> this is an acquired taste. Um, yes. And the, the problem is we like his wife. So he just kind of comes <laughs> along with the deal. And, and the patience of a saint she must have, because I, isn't he expecting uh, their baby was born today. Oh, wow. Congrats. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So tell him I say congrats. Hope maybe he listens I'll, to this. We'll see. But uh, I'll th- pass it along. Trey, I hate your guts, but congratulations, man. It's <laughs> it's the, the idea that you're a father is terrifying to me. And I don't even terrifying. know. Terrifying. Yeah. Utterly terrifying. <laughs> they had, they, she had a C-section for a nine pound baby today. Wow. Damn. Wow. Did they, yeah, did, they, did they name him Arnold? <laughs> no, I, I uh, he's he's it's a family name, the Fords or something like that. But the whole time she was pregnant, he, he would refer to the baby like, Yeah, when Huckleberry gets here. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh my love gosh. it. Nine That's amazing. Pounds. Nine yeah, pounds. Nine he's a big old baby. Yeah. Uh all right. So where when or where did you discover our podcast? Um honestly, I think I was just Googling about Letter Kenny. I really I was racking my brain trying to remember and um I, I really don't remember. I, I obviously I looked the other day. I left that review back in November, but mm-hmm. y'all started a little. But I'd been listening before then. So. Yeah, yeah. You were listening earlier. Like we started in July, last July. Yeah. So I feel like I remember your your name from as far back as September. Well, yeah, you're one of the first yeah. DJs to join the Twitter group. Too, yeah, so yeah. fair. It's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I just I, I can't help being an OG. You know. No, it's perfect. All right. How are you now? Uh, tonight's lineup is going to be Al, Victor, Matt, Tanya, and our guest Stephen will have the last word. Uh, so my week, I mean, oh crap. So this is going to be a really jam-packed episode. I'm going to have to, you know, try to edit myself a bit. Uh, <clears throat> basically, the big news for my week anyway was was my birthday this past weekend. Uh, Tanya threw me a super soft birthday party and uh, and and succeeded like unbelievably like uh, giant unicorn uh, sprinkler uh, feather boa. Uh, still tiara. concerned about what you did with that <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> you should have seen how I try to in- inflate the thing. Oh, man. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> That's why I'm concerned. There's many reasons. I had to be on my on my knees and everything. All right. Oh. So um oh it's awkward. And then it all culminated on on the gift that, that she got me. And it, it was a um uh a, a cameo from uh Derry himself, uh, uh Nathan Dales, uh which was amazing. Wow. I mean, I shared it on on Twitter, so hopefully uh you know you, if you're listening, you've probably seen it. It it was so so cool. And I mean, Tanya, you can kind of tell the story if you want. It came down to the night before. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was it was uh Friday night and I gave you everything on Saturday it was the super soft party. And uh, I had actually done uh, the cameo twice. And I was so proud of myself because, like, you know that I'm not, like, the internet person. And I was, like, able to download the cameo and did all the requests. And I sent the DMs. And I was like, I'm in this to win it. And and I was, yeah, I, I tried everything to get, um, to get a hold of him. So thankfully, it was success at the end. And I was so giddy. Oh, my gosh, I was so giddy. So you got the cameo the night before. And that's when you decided that's because you wouldn't have done the super soft birthday had you not gotten his cameo. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So she switched switch gears. fast. So yeah, amazing. And uh, so that was that I mean, phenomenal weekend and and very memorable. Uh, But then uh, I mean, tons of letter Kenny news this week. But I'll just mention the one because uh, because of what I'm about to talk about was that uh, Labatt and and new um, uh, new metric media is it? Uh, Yeah. Yesterday they announced that they're going to. partner up and and release puppers so this time it's so before it was through slack brewing so it was only an ontario uh, distribution but now it's labat that's going to brew and distribute so that means canada wide at the very least and the hope is because i i I hear you i hear you uh folks you know in the states like you want the puppers too and i'm i'm praying and i'm i'm pulling for you i'm rooting for you i'm hoping that because it is labat that's uh going to be uh distributing this i mean they've got worldwide distribution that somehow some puppers will find their way down to the states but <clears throat> i called up a buddy of mine who works at labat and i asked him so uh, i heard about the news and, I, and he's a letter kenny fam's like is there any way you can get me some some cases of puppers ahead of, of uh, canada day because that's when when they say they're they announced they're going to release it canada wide say oh yeah we we've delivered a few already to cer- certain lcbos um and uh, he actually told me about one of the lcbos which was like half an hour from my house so i jumped in my car and i went down and i grabbed myself a fucking puppers i grabbed nice. two <laughs> two 12s and uh, uh matt can you maybe take a a screenshot oh, that's a lot of work is All it right. uh, come on <laughs> you have literally one job and unlike me <laughs> <laughs> and it, so it's a you know beautiful can it looks just like the ones in the tv show and let me just read the back here i'm gonna give my pop filter a bit of a workout people persons peasants pheasants we proudly present the perfect palate plate pleaser for pals parched proper puppers people will be piling up to to, to partake so pitter patter partner puppers perfect that's uh what's written on the back of the can and it's a so i'm a here i'm gonna open and it, it up it says here. proudly what proudly uh we're, proud oh, proud golden and loyal just like just like a pupper should be and oh. uh and the official beer of letter kenny so i'm gonna open it up here i haven't had one yet it smells like beer <laughs> And it tastes like beer. It's not a bad beer. It's, uh, I mean, I'm not a beer connoisseur, so I can't tell you what it tastes like. It doesn't taste like Stella. It tastes, um, it tastes good. I like it. It's very good. 
because uh, I totally fucked that up. Do me a favor, hold it up again. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> one job there, Matt. One job. <laughs> I, I, I got it now. All right. I did some. I don't know what the fuck I did. I hit the <laughs> wrong button and I was like recording something of my own. <laughs> so it was a true Letter Kenny birthday. Yes. Yes. This whole week has been all about Letter Kenny. It's been great. Uh, Victor, how was your week? Yeah, it wasn't uh, as exciting as yours, Al. Um, <laughs> oh, it even so, says Letter Kenny on it. Yeah, my 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 super soft birthday is still ahead of me. So, um, so yeah, you know, not much happening. There were a couple of crazy days at work. I I had a five a.m. start on Tuesday, uh, and which was you know pretty stupid. Uh, and then uh, and and then I had a six a.m. start on Wednesday, which sounds better. Except I was literally, literally in meetings from six. Till three thirty in the afternoon without Ugh. a break, without a five minute break. Ugh. <laughs> Hate days. Uh, it was it was it was like some sort of a marathon. Except all I the labor board, man. I didn't did, get anything in the end. I did didn't you, like win a prize or anything like did that. Did you have your train wreck background uh, during the meetings? That, that might have you know sent them. Uh... <laughs> I was I was changing backgrounds just just to live liven things up. But uh, yeah, it was a pretty nuts day. Thank goodness I have my release, my my running. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I've I've been uh, I'm I, I'm twenty k away from reaching hundred uh, for for the month of June, which is good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I'm loving it. You know, I I went for a run today, and uh, I'm past that hump. You know, when you start, you get a bit of a soreness there for a little while, and so I'm I'm past that. I'm coming home feeling good and energized, and and so I'm just ready oh, to go. Oh, really? And- that, that's possible? I, I haven't passed that hump yet. <laughs> I never get to that hump. No, I, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> this hurts. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've gone in the last in the last two or three weeks. I've gone out running like three times, and yeah, that hump seems way too far away from me. I only like one type of hump and it doesn't really involve running. <laughs> Another kind of activity. Well, 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 you know what? It was, it was four years ago, Al. Mm-hmm. It was four years ago that we were working together mm-hmm. and there was that contest at work, mm-hmm. uh, the biggest, the biggest loser. And that was the thing that, that's that, right. Cause I'm, I'm a competitive guy and you know, we had a good friend there, Sherry, who, who motivated me to just get off my ass and, and, and do it. And, uh, and we were. I was looking at some pictures from four years ago. We went golf. It was a day uh, day that we went went golfing. I don't think you made it out that. No, day, I didn't but, do the golf. No. Yeah, and and I was just looking at some pictures. <laughs> I was fat. Mm-hmm. I was I was fat. Well, like, you weren't I, fat, but you you definitely no, did lose a no, bunch of weight. No, yeah. like what I mean. What I mean by mm-hmm. that is like my face. Mm-hmm. It was. It was a circle. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I remember that golfing because you golfed <laughs> yeah. with us. And let me remind you that we went golfing. Yes, yes. He showed there. up with no clubs <laughs> and thought <laughs> that he would just share. <laughs> That's accurate. That's totally That is accurate. exactly what happened that day. That is accurate. That Did is you guys accurate. finish with the worst score out of all the teams? Uh, we were the most honest players. We, right, we yes. won. That, that, <laughs> that, that equals the worst score. Yeah. I we, love that. We won some goddamn nice prizes. Yeah. We won some nice prizes. Uh, we got some Nike shoes. It was a great day yeah if we you're were, gonna suck we were, you might as well be the best out of the worst right? we, we were winners oh, that day yeah. <laughs> matt we had the most fun on the course how, how was your week matt it's been an interesting one not not great but i mean we we're, we're getting through it um just a weird fucking everything it's like i know mercury and retrograde that's a thing right or no it's I not a thing to, don't, don't maybe i stepped on a ladder or kicked. i, I, know, I know i know our friend eliza is into that kind of shit but uh, yeah. it's it's really not a thing it, it is just feels like so a thing no 
Yeah, you know, it is a thing. <laughs> just got to recharge your crystals and oh, realign yeah. your chakras. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. A thing. <laughs> right. Well, hey. I mean, the one thing. So on the on. The, oh, sorry, what were you saying, Tanya? I was going to say, if the moon controls the the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're nowhere near the ocean. Take. If we're, we're, right. wa- anyways, Matt's go. Matt's speaking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, on, on a on a on a on a funny note, I, I had a laugh to myself today. So we're t- talking about the other humping. Um, <laughs> oh. I, we? so we're doing, so I think Al, you said you, well, Al, you're sort of involved. We're doing this global challenge thing oh, where yes, you yes. log your steps. Oh, and what's helped. great about this step thing is there's all kinds of activities and it converts whatever activity you did to steps. Well, we did this activity and I didn't know how to convert it. So <laughs> I just, I chose ballroom dancing as the conversion. <laughs> and I laughed my ass off in the process. I'm like, well, that's my go-to from now on. So that was fun. Ballroom but, dancing. Yeah. Aside from that, <laughs> it seemed, it seemed, I don't know. It felt right. It, <laughs> it's a team sport. It's a you want to go ballroom? You want to go ballroom dancing, babe? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh I think it's a thing. That's I'm bringing the code it back. word now. That, that's right? it. That's it. That's the yeah. code word. And we're just we're gonna go home. We got ballroom dancing <laughs> later on tonight. So <laughs> sorry. Uh, Tanya, how's your week? Uh, well, fucking awesome. Cause Nathan Dales wrote back to me and thank you so much. Uh, a big, huge, huge shout out to him for sure. Um, I did a did lot. You convince of- him to come on the show or what? Well, I threw it out there that uh, <laughs> this is one of Alan's favorite things to do and um, that it would be like a birthday dream come true if he had the cast and crew um, on the uh, podcast. But um, I didn't get any um, anything from that. So she got a big hard no. <laughs> I didn't get a hard no. I just well, actually, I was quite shocked because last week when you guys were talking and saying that they were recording. Oh, my gosh. He has a sign that says hard no. When uh, Except for your work meetings. I just made it as we were sitting oh. here. I, it's, a little, it's a little it's a little plant label that I saw sitting beside me. So I wrote on it. Oh wrote gosh. hard no on it. So now you can use it whenever you're. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, it wasn't a hard no. It it just was uh, skipped over mm-hmm. is, is what it was. It was conveniently ignored. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, yeah. how was your week? Hey, how about uh, mine? Oh, I thought you were done. I was going to say... <laughs> I was going to say, I read up on research on uh, space, and I was very interested last week. Oh, that's right. I stayed up for a couple hours, and I couldn't get down out out of the rabbit hole after mm-hmm. I went in it. And I read a lot of... So I feel like I could uh, run with the big dogs now, and, and I know a lot of... Un, un, like, I know things about So how space. do they masturbate in space? Oh, Yeah. How do they batch in space? That, I was trying to catch up on what the it's, segue was it's, here. It's, right? it's, it's, it's frowned upon. It's, it's frowned, frowned upon. <laughs> space babies are not allowed. Uh, it's it's frowned upon to have intercourse in space. Um, they also can't have salt and pepper in space because um, the granules will get into their electronics and stuff. So no salt and pepper. I thought that was oh, interesting. Out. What? <laughs> I know, I'm right? The, so the batching serious, wasn't yeah. the deal breaker, but the S and P was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the other one's just frowned upon. Not that sounds like a hard no on the salt and pepper. <laughs> it's a hard no around, on the salt and pepper. Of, I can get I around know. a frowned upon. I know. Mac can Mac can ballroom dance by himself. In space. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're not going to deter me with a frowned upon. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Or maybe okay. they meant maybe they meant with a frown on. Oh, with a frown. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's a cone. All right, uh, Stephen, how was your week? 
Anya, T- Tanya, sorry, are you done? I, I, <laughs> I, I made sure. I looked back. I got eye contact. I got a nod. Yeah, I wanted to make sure. Uh, my, my week has been very busy, as mm-hmm. I said earlier. Um, it's just it's just crazy down here. Uh, I, I, I've just been looking forward to this. I watched the episode twice last night, as I showed the guys earlier. I got I got four pages of notes. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Elijah, what are you doing to us? This is so hard. <laughs> it's just so hard because I prep my own podcast. Right. And so I prep for this one the same way. And now here I am on it. And I'm like, I'm watching and listening to y'all. Like I'm, I got to remember that I'm actually with you. I'm not just listening to the podcast. It's a weird. You're participating. Weird you're not just. I am. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're meta, to, you're meta but, today. And yeah. I, some of y'all might've seen this, but I just want to show you. I got the. Uh, He's got the. Oh my gosh. Pro- I love Produce it. stand tank top. Awesome. Repping rep the brand. Yeah. Y'all gave me a hard time about the tank top. I had to get the I had to get your your merch in the tank top. Yeah, Alabama Welcome. Slamma. Uh, Welcome to Steven, Alabama, baby. Steven, where's the beach? Where's the beach? Where's that way? That's it. That's it. that way. That way. <laughs> There's not much there. <laughs> I don't I don't wear these in public. I just wear them at the house. It's not very mountainous in Alabama. <laughs> it's just kind of hilly and a little squishy. <laughs> now. <clears throat> I, I know it's late, but Tanya, do you, do, would you like a coffee? Yes. Victor, would you like a coffee? I'd have a coffee. Matt, would you like a coffee? Fuck, I'm surprised we're not having coffee right now. <laughs> Great, because as you know, Diabolical Coffee is now being served at the produce stand. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, coarse, and standard grind and espresso. Or if you're like Tanya and myself, there's a K-Cup option for uh, single cup brewers. And uh, for the duration of season six, which, I mean, it ends not tomorrow, but in, in two weeks, uh, you can use the promo code PRODUSTAND for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and merch. Thank you so much, Diabolical Coffee, for your support. Uh, thank you, Eric. And by the way, uh, big news. Eric is on for another season. So uh, Diabolical Coffee is going to stay on for season seven as well. I mean, Eric was a great guest last week. He's a good guy, a really good guy. I I think you all would all agree. Um, So he and he's he had a great time being on the podcast. So he's going to stay on for another season. So thank you for your support. Oh, I feel like I'm a huge I'm a huge letdown after Eric last week. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> how do you hey, how you do brought, you follow that? You, you brought the shirt, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric, as far as I know, Eric hasn't bought any swag yet. So uh. like 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 I'm glad I'm not following Dennis because Dennis is an onion. Me, I know. I'm I know. I'm like a I'm like a garlic clove. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> There's just not, you just kind of squish it and that's it. There's, Steven, uh, you, you know, a bad you, taste in your I, mouth. You know? I, I, I know, I know, Steven, I know you're in Alabama, but do, do you guys have sushi there? Is sushi a thing? <laughs> of course. I love sushi. My daughter so, loves so, sushi. So there you go. So, you know, between sushis, between you, before you go and take a bite of something else that's going to be new and adventurous, you have to have a little bit of ginger, right? Mm-hmm. To cleanse the palate. Oh so I, I see you as a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. Steven doesn't know how to take that. He's like, hmm. I don't know. I just want sushi Steven. now. I don't, I don't Steven know where that was. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. Being all right. Southern, Victor, uh, all I'm going to tell you is bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I know we weren't speaking of support, but I'm going to back, get back on the train here. Speaking of support, uh, welcome. We have 25 new Twitter followers. Uh, sit back and relax. Fuzzy Dunlop, Jason Ikrid or Ikerd, uh, Picaresque Thompson from Northern Ontario, JPS7193, Douglas DeCarolis from Corvallis, Oregon, uh, 
K from here, there, and everywhere. Bitch Thulu from um oh no B T <laughs> Bitcoin Thulu from El Salvador. Bitch. Uh, well, B T C. I, I I read it really quickly. <laughs> Sorry there, uh, B T. Whatever. <laughs> Rob, Kevin, <laughs> Jeff Draper, Matt Feller from Peru, Indiana. There's an actual oh, Peru in Indiana. Who knew? Shorzy from Pennsylvania. Uh, Jesse. Shorzy's are there. There's a ton. Jesse from Napo. Uh, Rob from St. Petersburg, Florida. Callum Tasker from Tacoma, Washington. Brian Worm from Florida. Big Guy 97. Sarah L. Sasser. Trey at the Guys Review. Uh, Trey, uh, I wouldn't care if you died in a fire either. Um, <laughs> Wow, that's super. I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> Trey, Trey, Trey started it. Yes, he started it. <laughs> Meg B from North Carolina. Uh, John Weedbrook from Myrtle Beach. Uh, Z, I'm going to say Z because I think they're from from the U.S. I, or if they were from Canada, sorry, Zed. Uh, the Produce Stand Podcast <laughs> Jail. Uh, oh, uh, the Produce Stand Podcast Jail from One Job. Massachusetts. Uh, Skull Bones from wherever the chicken at. Uh, Meredith from Phoenix, Arizona, and Joy Boy. Thank you all for listening and hopefully for, or sorry, thank you all for following and hopefully for listening. Oh boy. Um, Here we go. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. (laughs) Last week we recapped and reviewed episode six of season six. You. Uh, That episode was a unicorn. Try try that one again. You. How's that? Is that better? You. Uh, that episode received was a unicorn receiving fresh ratings from each of our panelists, including our guest, Eric, uh, our scientific crit- Twitter poll, uh, 61.5% of you gave it a fresh while the rest of you gave it a clearance and no one put it, this one in the compost. Uh, this week we recap the letter Kenny Valentine's day special Valentine's day. Uh, have you done your home? I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? I'd have a coffee. Matt, have you done your homework? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a long night. Oh, this is going well. Yeah. Uh, Matt, have you done your homework? Yeah, I did. Tanya, have you done? Really? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Have you done your homework? I'm taking it all in. Gotcha. Steven, have you done your homework? Multiple times. Yes, you have. Yeah, All right, here we go. Uh, there is no cold <laughs> open in this one. We go straight into scene one. The Hicks are in the farmhouse kitchen having a puppers and drinking to Valentine's Day. Well, all of them, except for Wayne, who's been his usual holiday poopy pants. Don't use mess around with me. There's nothing too happy about commemorating the beating and execution of third century Roman Bishop St. Valentine. You're a bish. Okay. So you're just tossing the mitts and throwing the haymakers right off the hops. Hey, good buddies. <laughs> Uh, Derry asks Wayne what his problem is with Valentine's. What's your problem with Valentine's? One more time. What's your problem with Valentine's? (laughs) And just so we're Labatt crystal clear, you said... (laughs) What's your problem with Valentine's Day? Let's take a Valentine's out. You're in the wrong Valentine's zone, pal. Lovers in a dangerous Valentine, Derry? What's your problem? Just because I like to have a good time on Valent... Valent... Way go. Valentine's. Attaboy. <laughs> Squirrely Dan says he loves Valentine's D. He uh, still makes individual Valentine's cards for all of his pals. This is something Katie actually appreciates about him. Squirrely Dan says he plans on giving them out at the speed dating event at the church. You cannot wait to get sweet at the meet and greet. A date every three minutes. <sighs> Quantity. Seeing as this is most certainly a one-off event and not a tradition that also falls on some made-up holiday I couldn't give a cat's quiff about, I'm out. 
There's happiness calling my name from the bottom of a bottle of puppers. Such a poopy pants on Valentine's. What poor timing. All right, gents. Let's get our sexy on. Uh, production note off the top of this episode when the Hicks are toasting to Valentine's Day they're actually reciting the lyrics to the Heartbreaker Dream Maker by Pat Benatar I don't know if uh, you guys caught that hmm. yeah so uh, uh, yeah Stephen's not nodding his head it's- yeah sorry I know it's a, not a visual <laughs> podcast but yes I, I did catch it is one whole page of your notes just the lyrics to that song <laughs> actually it's on the back of this page <laughs> hey can, I do want to ask Victor real fast because you've mm-hmm. made this point before Victor what season is this episode four? Oh, fuck off <laughs> So I, I, I believe that this is episode zero of season seven. Okay. Here's my argument that I have my scientific (laughs) argument that I wrote down your life. All right. Does it have to do with the moon and it's, uh, on on our oceans on time? No no crystals. Mercury's not entering (laughs) anyone. Okay. The last episode of the season came out on December 25th. This episode was released on February 14th. And the next episode did not come out until, uh, July 1st. There you so go. It is way closer to season six. Than as, season as, as Wayne would put, it's clinical. It's proven. It's done. Scientific. <laughs> Victor, you're wrong. As, as a man of reason, as a man of science, you're wrong. You've been proven wrong. Science is reason. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Scene two at the church hall. The matchmaker from the relationships episode is setting up the speed dating event. Uh, the contestants make their entrance in a, to a musical montage to a trippy Bossa Nova remix. First, it's Katie looking smoking hot in a red dress, followed by Derry uh, and then Squirrely Dan, then Riley and Jonesy, Royal, uh, Rold, Gay, uh, and Ron and Dax, and finally, a very sad looking and disheveled coach Uh, the matchmaker complains that it's the worst turnout she's ever had but then she composes herself and kicks off the event welcome to speed dating everyone have a seat okay i'm horny okay looking this way please so let's all walk our little hold swings Okay, and play peekaboo with our special someonesies. I am. We are all here today to have a little giggle-ealer that might turn into a little tickle-ealer and maybe, just maybe, a little diddle-ealer. No longer hornies. So, the rules. Everyone, I want you to sit across from one another, and then every three minutes, you're going to switch seats. And get all romantic! Derry asks, where the fuck is the bar? And gets reprimanded by the matchmaker for his use of uh, royal blue, uh, verging on navy blue, navy blue language while in church for some flipping reason. Uh, also, there's no alcohol at the event, which elicits a boo from Katie. Uh, but the matchmaker reminds Katie that it is 11 a.m. And then everyone else boos at her, uh, her as well. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't realize we were dealing with the queens of fragging England's here. Well... <laughs> Point of order, we all definitely know each other real well. Half these dipshits were in my grade two class, and I put in extensions for this. What did I just say about keeping the language to a periwinkle flippin' blue? Oh, we're actually married already, so we're just here to do a little uh, run around the bases. We're two sport players. Time to spit on the old hands and crank a few. I'd shake a few balls. I've got the clap, currently. Again? Again. <laughs> I also have the clap. Again? Again. We took down the same broad. Riley, one time me a clapper. <laughs> so we probably won't be taking anybody down. Unless there's any bug chasers. Which is a thing we saw in Grey's Anatomy. 
just feel like I'm being unfaithful to my dead wife, or she died. I'm being embarrassing. I'm just gonna say what you're all thinking. Roald gets spit roasted by Dax and Ron. That's the low-hanging fruit, you guys. Dax and Ron, London Bridge and old Roldy. I get it. You're all just thinking, how have those two not double cowgirled the gay skid yet? How come they're not in the bathroom right now doggy training him? How come he's not in a doggy deluxe? Like, what's the hold up? Doggy training. The match. The matchmaker looks like she's about to give birth. By the way, she is pregnant, but uh, she's still she's making that face. Uh, scene three. Wayne walks up to the bar at Modine's three. Glenn is filling in for Gail so she can get her little uh, swerve on at the speed dating event. Glenn asks Wayne why he isn't participating in the event, but before he can answer, Stuart interrupts with a "fuck Valentine's Day." Wayne's confused at the sight of a skid having a beer. Uh, Stuart continues with his rant against the Hallmark Hollywood or Hallmark Holiday and all of its uh, phony euphoria. You want to know what's good? A Chuck Tucker. I think you're right with this whole fuck Valentine's Day narrative. If there's no tradition, there's no integrity, which is a thing I say from time to time. Love comes from a delicate, genuine place. Not the seasonal aisle at the drugstore, which is a thing I say from time to time. Here, here. Here, here. You never find love, you go looking for it. It's when you're not looking. Both Glenn and Stuart wait for Wayne to finish the thought, but he already has. Stuart suggests that since they're the only two at the bar, perhaps they should grab a beer together. Wayne thinks on it for a second and says he'd have a beer and orders a round for the two unlikely drinking companions. Stuart's caught off guard. He didn't think Wayne would go for it. Glenn comments that it's likely it's the least likely duo since Judas and JC. Uh, scene four. Back at the church hall, the speed dating commences. Now, I am a professional, and I have noticed that there are more little boys than little girls. More oysters than snails. Well, at the very least, it's a good chance for old pals to catch up. Yeah, good chats with great friends and snackable three-minute intervals. Ooh, sport macking. Absolutely, buddy. What are you two plugs on about? Well, since we got the clock, we figured we'd work on our flirt game with some practice. But you hot laps around the ring. Shuffle the line combination, see what works on new rockets in the actual game. Because for now, we got the club. Oh, no. Ron and Dax must be regretting the venereal monsters they've created. <laughs> uh, the matchmaker says that they're not here so they can practice hitting on girls. Squirrely Dan insists that they start the game. The matchmaker says this isn't a game. It's her job, Leeler. Scene five, back at Modine's three, <laughs> Wayne and Stuart are sitting together having a beer. You know, Uncle Eddie always said you put two people across the table from each other with pints in between them, they'll find a common ground. Not sure he ever sat across from a skid, though. Spare me the rustic aphorisms and let's just enjoy some quiet commiseration. You catch the game last night? I think I got fucking time for that. I was joking, Shirt Tucker. Hockeyfights.com's all you need. Start my day with it every morning. Fucking throwing hands the best part anyway, fuck. Agreed. It injects anarchy into an otherwise bland amalgam of meaningless athletics and post-game platitudes. Favorite fighter of all time, go. Bobby Probert. Rob Ray. Current NHL you'd file under do not fuck with, go. <laughs> Ryan Reeves. Sedano Chara. Toughest current NHL captain, go. Chara still in play? Can't see the same guy twice. Nick Foligno. Jamie Benn. Glad. I'd have another beer. It's good. I'd have a beer. Strange things are afoot at Modine's today. <laughs> <laughs> so how much did you guys agree with that? Like, I don't know. I'm not, you know me, I'm not a hockey guy. Oh, uh, Wayne's, Wayne's responses were pretty typical. Bob Probert and, uh, and yeah, some of his, uh, uh, I forget who Stewart says. Yeah, they were pretty typical. 
Yeah. yeah. Nick Felina wasn't, I, I don't know. That he I was out of the blue. He was out of the blue, yeah. but yeah, the others yeah. Were, were pretty typical. Uh, scenes, under z- oh. zero of them. Sorry, I said under <laughs> zero of them. <laughs> All good. And this is still your favorite episode, so obviously yeah. You- oh, yeah. they don't have ice in Alabama. <laughs> well, no, no. But I get, I get, <laughs> not for, not not for, for their not, drinks. Not for very long. No, no but, I, but I love it because I get, I know that feeling because we, I, I have friends, not to, uh, but I have friends. I mean, we talk about mm-hmm. football for us, sure. American football. That's, we have our favorite players. We, you know, do all, it's the, I get the sentiment of it. Yeah. And I love it. And regardless of maybe clicks, that's one thing you guys can probably agree on or, or at least have a, a chat about over a beer, right? Doesn't matter what your background is. You, you have your players, you like your team and, mm-hmm. and debate all day about it. Yeah. Uh, scene six back at the speed dating uh, round one starts uh, now there are going to be a lot of clips here so buckle up Ealer. Uh first we have Katie and Ron Ron's wearing white socks with what ha- appears to be red stirrups Katie asks him about the socks sending the conversation into a baseball slash sex pun filled jag you play ball now Daxi and I play shortstop and second base we're a great DP combo you're real sack mates, hey? When there's a dribbler coming at us, we like to go around the horn with it. How are you at the plate? I'm a switch hitter with a high average from both sides. Pair me against anyone on either team and I'll at least get to second. Hmm. See, we prefer to play on AstroTurf around here because we love a good sliding box. You should bronze those titties because your bus belongs in Cooperstown. Bring some pals. I'm a five-tool player. Your 12 to six so curves are making me go from six to 12. Why don't you groove me some two-finger heaters down low? I am gonna hit a scorching comebacker right to your mound. Fuck. When when he says uh, your 12-6 curves uh, make me go from six to 12, and his eyes go perfect like he was so good in that scene Mm -hmm. um after that steamy exchange we move on to Derry and gail who just start playing with each other's names gail Derry. i think tonight there's gonna be a gale break sure is Derry spice why don't we gale to the chief you got it my Derry home companion you worked on the gale road all the live long Derry. that's why i can feel the gale force winds whooshing past me happy to be sitting across from my dairy godmother <laughs> next up is rolled and jonesy uh, they don't know what to talk about but jonesy has questions so they decide to play ask a gay dude <laughs> uh, next up is uh coach and riley riley suge- i've done that uh, I'm ask sorry. A, oh yeah go ahead uh, yeah. yeah my so my freshman year in college mm-hmm. my best friend i didn't know for six months was gay mm-hmm. and when he finally told me one night we were drunk and not coming on to me just and i was like I, I never, I was 18 years old. I did. I never knew anyone who was least out about it. And I, yeah. we sat there for three hours and I was like, so like, like afterwards, does it like <laughs> close back up? <laughs> okay. <I didn't> no. <laughs> That's okay. You're educating yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I was learning. I was learning. Yeah, no, like, for sure. like, and I don't know if you got the clip, but the the whole top bottom thing that that yeah, I didn't know it, that it's was coming. a thing. So it, it's coming. A good, it's coming. Yeah, a really good friend of mine is gay, and, mm-hmm. and he referred to the top bottom scenario. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, yeah. I made an assumption of what it meant, but I didn't mm-hmm. know that was actual common conversation that happened. Mm-hmm. And it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he that, that guy introduced me. Like he the, just best friends through college and it was it was one of the greatest experiences of my life that, that guy's just a it was an interesting interesting night i'll say that much about it <laughs> perfect ask a gay guy <laughs> next up is coach and riley riley suggests they do a little role playing seeing as he doesn't think coach is going to pick up too many ladies with how aggressive he is 
I'd rather eat pheasant shit on dry toast than do anything with you. Right on. Anything. Sweet. So you be you, and I'll be a super hot rocket. <clears throat> Hiya, handsome. I heard you're a hockey coach. Hiya. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> I don't normally date girls that look like Lyle Lovett and Cheryl Crow had a fuck child. I actually think that's a pretty good trip, but I just want to Google that to be sure. <laughs> You said Cheryl Crow and Lyle Odeline. Love it. Yeah, no, I love it too. I'm just looking, looking him up. Two T's, fuck one. Two T's, fuck one. As he was saying that, I was Googling Lyle Lovett because I didn't I didn't know who that was. So the song, I'm like, oh, I've just seen this guy. Wasn't but. Lyle Lovett the former Mr. Madonna? Didn't... Lyle no. Lovett. Lyle Lovett was a. First of all, he was a great musician. He no, was I know. Married to Julia Roberts. Roberts. I thought Julia you'd be, Roberts. I thought you'd, I thought you'd be uh, googling Lyle Odeline. No, I knew. Lyle, either way, they're both equally <laughs> ugly, so it's, it's it makes it funny. Uh, Wait, is Lyle Odeline a person? Yeah, he's a hockey yeah, player. Yeah, he's a hockey player. A fighter. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> a Montreal Canadian. Even. Yeah. Ah, okay, gotcha. All right, I like that. Uh, our fine, uh, I just Riley or uh, Dylan Playfair is so good at playing the airhead. He's he's so good at. I love he's, how he, he's he, our Canadian stiffler. Yeah, he ignore. How, I love how he ignores coaches' uh, uh, insults and just okay. So we're we're just going to do this then, and just <laughs> keeps going. I love it. Yeah. Uh, our final pairing is Squirrely Dan and Dax. Uh, the baseball and sex jag continues. Nice baseball socks. He's ever DH. Easy, Dom DeLuise. Why? I used to DH all the time in little leagues on account of my power hitting ability coupled with my perceived lack of running's abilities. Oh. Sorry, I thought you were talking about fucking. What do you mean? Well, a DH is someone who will fuck anything. Oh, sort of like how getting a second base is touching a gal's boobies. And an inside the park home <laughs> run is fucking in the bar toilets before the bouncer finds out and kicks you out. You got a sex term what goes with getting to first base on an intentional hit by a pitch? Yep, now it's getting Frenched by a gal, but only because she's getting back at her messy drunk boyfriend. What about reaching second base on a drop fly ball in center field because the sun's in the eyes? Of course, that's when you think a date went poorly, but then he gets his tits out in the cab ride home. Caught in a rundown. Hitting on two girls at once, only to realize that they are friends and they are not happy with you. Check swing single. Bumping into somebody, accidentally touching their butt, and then being super into it. <laughs> Uh, then uh, we oh. cut to uh, Derry and Gail and their name game. You ever seen the People versus Derry Flint? That Gail's in comparison to Monty Python and the Holy Gale. Prefer so I dairied an axe murderer. I feel like this conversation has hit a bit of a Gale mate. Well, Derry Christmas to you. It's nice catching up, Gaylor Swift. Derry on, my wayward son. Hmm? You hit the Gale on the head. And then cut to Rold, who's teaching Jonesy an important lesson about gay sex. A top is when he smashes the ass, and a bottom is when he gets his ass smashed, right? Correct. Which are you? Bottom. Power bottom. <laughs> What's that? That term is so muddled. Let's just move past it. Okay, so you're at a gay bar, uh -huh. and you're a bottom, you meet another bottom. Do you tell him at the bar, or do you go home and surprise, you know, you're stuck trying to bottom each other? Wait, do you think the only type of gay sex is butt sex? No. Yes. No, I don't know. Just because a pig has four legs and a dog has four legs does not mean a pig is a dog. So, all butt sex is gay, but not all gay sex is butt sex. Sure. But I mean, I'll be whatever Dax and Ron need me to be. Just to stop this whole storyline. It's all anyone can talk about. I mean, God. 
Oh man, we cut back to. I love the Jonesy trying to work that out, and 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 the the hand gesture was just great. I mean, he's not wrong though. I mean, I remember yeah. legitimately asking my buddy, like, "So wait, how do you know who's who? Do you is there like a sign system, yeah. a handshake, yeah. or like how does that work?" It was oh god. Well, and and I'm fighting the urge to use my work laptop to to Google what power bottom means. Um, oh, I'll search it up. Okay, Tan, you search. I think, it. I, I, I think what it is. I got that, honey. I, I, I think what it is is you've got a drill. Go. You, you have a drill, but then sometimes you need to use a hammer drill. <laughs> oh, god, I'm just. I'm, I'm warning you right now that uh, if you go search a power bottom, you're going to end up in limit party areas. Oh, no. Can you use that in a baseball analogy, please? Oh, geez. All right. <laughs> Let's move on here. We cut back to Riley getting more abuse from Coach during their role play. Let's fuck, right? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's fuck. Huh? The spawn of Alanis Morissette and Dave Coulier pre you ought to know? Huh? Okay. Uh, good game. I just fucking jerked off. And then back to uh, Squirrely Dan and Dax, who are still on the baseball slash sex talk. Switch hitting. Pretending to be gay to get a gal's guard down. Stealing signs. Lurking someone's Facebook interests before you start hitting on them. Spring training games. Trying out a few things with your friends with benefits. All right, that is time to leave Well, Dax, I might never watch a Blue Jays game again without a fully torqued boner. Getting Randy, John Candy. <laughs> Thank you for your wise and wonderful lessons. I've really enjoyed my times with you today. And I made you this Valentine. Uh, Squirrely Dan hands Dax a red envelope and it is a card with a bat and ball in the front and the message you are a hit written inside. Scene seven at Modine's three, Wayne and Stuart continue to drill each other with hockey questions. Uh, and then Wayne, Wayne changes the subject. I asked you something. You always been a skid or? Early Marilyn Manson left his mark. When that began to fade, Ramstein came in to replenish. Slipknot has always sustained. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I've been a skid for as long as you hicks have called me one. Well, clicks are fucking stupid anyway, so. Can confirm. No. Especially jocks. Oh, I hate jocks. <laughs> Hockey players. Me too. Yeah. I guess the enemy of my enemy is my friend, hey? I think I'd rather have silverfish in my kitchen than hockey players. I like to fuck with them by hitting on them. Do you really? Jocks are generally deeply uncomfortable with their own sexuality. They often kick rocks after that. You really just don't give a fuck, do you? Hard no. <laughs> Wondrous. Hard no. That's awesome. Wondrous. That's, that is Wondrous. like... That's like that's the moment. The moment. Right? Stuart that, saying hard no and Wayne saying wondrous. That's the moment absolutely. right there. Absolutely. That's like that is it. Oh man. Uh the subject turns back to hockey as Wayne orders another round. Glenn thinks this is surely sign of the, the apocalypse. Okay, scene eight. <laughs> back to speed dating. There are new pairings, starting with Katie and Dax. They go back to the baseball slash sex talk, and Katie gets even more hot and bothered. Uh next pairing is Roald and Ron, who are also talking about baseball and sex. Uh cut to Jones and Derry. Derry asks Jonesy to give him one of his best lines. Cut to Riley and Squirrely Dan, who are all on the same subject. So Riley delivers his line. My dick died. Can I bury it in you? Squirrely Dan says the pickup line was about as off-putting as he thought it was going to be. Uh, so <laughs> he goes straight to giving Riley his Valentine's card. Riley opens it. It's got hockey sticks on the front and inside it reads, let's stick together. But Riley misreads it as let's stick together," uh, which confuses him. <laughs> <laughs> Next couple are Gail and Coach. It's the spelling bee all over know, again. Uh, they're math guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next couple are Gail and Coach. Both of them commiserate oh, about how much oh, they dear. each enjoy masturbation. C9, back at Modine's. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. Gail said that she masturbated so hard that her hand fell on a fish tank, right? <laughs> yes. 
You know, the only person that's ever mentioned a fish tank is Shorzy. Shorzy did, yeah. Oh. And she also said she jerked uh, off. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Shorzy went for hockey for hockey practice and Gail was just, you know, laying in the puddle. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, Shorzy referenced the, the fish died because of uh, one of the moms oh, squirted into threw the, out the fish pH balance. Yeah. The pH. yeah. yeah. Well, the, that's one the, of my favorite Shorzy. <laughs> <laughs> threw off the pH balance, but the tank was still there. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm putting it into the into the into the universe. Well done, Gail and Shorzy. Scene nine, back in Modine's three. The hockey talk continues between Stuart and Wayne. The more they talk, the more you can see the mutual respect building between them. Glenn interrupts with them, uh, interrupts them with what has to be the earliest last call known to man. Uh, Wayne invites Stuart for drinks elsewhere. He's got an idea. He goes to, uh, to to Glenn to pay the tab and asks for beers to go and for Glenn to drive them somewhere. Scene 10, back at the church. It's the final roundel-leeler of speed dating. Uh, it's the uh, matchmaker's policy to leave before the final round begins to avoid any liability. Uh, but she has some final words to say. But can I just say this? Don't call me again, okay? I have her conversations about mitts and holes and jerking off. I'm sorry. I, it's not who I am. And uh, this whole thing, it's supposed to be about Lavalilar. <clears throat> and yous are cruising to lose a Lilar. You'll never find love if you're looking for it. Yes. It's, it's when, when you're not looking. Are you not even going to try to finish the sentence? <laughs> hmm? No? That's great. That's great. You know what? I don't even care anyway. Good luck. Fuckers. Give a shit about this. I'm professional. <laughs> First up in the final round are Katie and Coach, but she can't stop thinking about Ron and Dax. She asks she asks Coach who he'd rather take down, and he admits he'd rather just jerk off. Uh, Roland and Gay are next. Gail or Roland and Gail are next. Uh Gail offers herself to Roland, but his mind is elsewhere. <sighs> you know what? Whatever. Whatever gets me out of this whole Dax, Ron, and Rold conversation. And whether or not they're going to take him down. It's what everyone's on about, so... God. Should we take him down? All warmed up and ready to trot in from the bullpen. Playoff rules in this series. You know what that means. Three-man rotation. Rold! Forgive me. Well... Someone found love when they were looking for it. Rolled, Ron and Dax leave the church hall. Next up are Riley and Jonesy. They lament that they didn't get in a lot of practice with hitting on girls. They just kind of got to sit across from dudes all day. Uh, but Jonesy did learn a few things, like all butts are gay, but not all gays have butts, apparently. Uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> and that, that makes complete sense to Riley. Uh, I would like to say I retain more of my conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, and that leaves Derry and Squirrely Dan. They both agree that it's not easy meeting new gals in a small town. You only finds love when you're not looking for it. Uh, Derry doesn't know really what he expected. Squirrely Dan gives Derry his Valentine's card. Derry's Valentine um, has been made. Oh, Derry's Valentine has been made. His card is a beaver on the front. Uh, we don't see what's written in the card. Uh, back to Katie and Coach. Katie wonders what Wayne got up to during the event. 
Coach says that if he's lucky, he's drinking off. And scene, uh, final scene, scene 11, cut to the hockey rink. Wayne and Stewart are on the ice taking shots on the net, rhyming off their favorite back ar- uh, backup goalies. Nice one, Ifrady. Nice one, McInnes. Everyone spent the day looking for love at speed dating, except these two. And look at here what happened. I guess it goes to show you. Never gonna find love when you're looking for Heads it. Heads up! It's been ah! <laughs> Wayne, I wasn't looking! Look, if you're gonna come to the game, you keep your eye on the puck. You don't wanna get dinged. Great advice from another tough guy. Don Cherry! Let's go! I don't know much about hockey ball, but I don't think this is the game. Thank you for the tip, Wayne! Oh, and thank you for the tip at the bar. Mwah. Bless you. You tipped? What do you mean? You tipped the waitress? Yeah, I tipped Glenn, yeah. How much? 20%. <laughs> Well, how much would you attempt? Zero percent. Zero percent? I don't tip. You don't tip your server? Um, I've been to Australia, okay? I'm part Australian? Yeah, no, I guess it's about time the horn sounded on this thing. Okay, let's go. I'm cold. Do it, do it. And we fade to black. I'm going to have to ask uh, Melbourne Jack if it's an Australia thing. Yeah, that's uh, weird. All right. Uh, before we start with our uh, discussion, remember we are playing Guess Victor's MVP. So oh. while we talk about this episode, write down who you think Victor or who or what or whatever. Just write down. A, a, what obscure Yeah, You know thing. what? Just write down a, the first noun that comes to your head. You might be noun. closer. That uh, Anyway. <laughs> and I guess I start first. So... Um, this episode, I mean, I, I'm I'm a big, always a big fan of episodes that that involve everyone, um, and this one involves most most of the main players. It would have been fun maybe to see you know Dickens in there, and and uh, and I guess the McMur- well the McMurrays do live the lifestyle, so they could have been in there as well. Yeah, they could. Um, yeah, the uh, it was nice to see the matchmaker come back. Uh, as strange as she was, she was actually uh, she was a lot of fun in this one. Um, Ron and Dax, or, or especially Ron in this one, or yeah, Ron, the the blonde yeah. guy. He's he's really the good one in that this. looks like Kasperi Kapanen. Yes, yes, uh, he was really good in this. Uh, I love the scenes with with Wayne and, and Stuart. They're so good. Uh, and again, when that that moment when when Stuart says uh, a hard no and Wayne says uh, wondrous is, it's kind of the apex of like Letter Kenny. It kind of all built it's up to that. It's like peak peak Letter Kenny. Peak peak Letter Kenny. I loved it. Uh, Glenn was a lot of fun. He threw in a lot of comedic. Uh, you know, he didn't have a whole lot to do, but what what he did do was was uh, right on. Uh, so uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, Victor, what did you think? I too enjoyed it. I was uh, I'm uh, as we kind of started watching it. I was wondering, is this the first time we didn't have a cold open? I just can't recall, but it felt it the, something something didn't sit right. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the Christmas one. Uh, I mean, had that animated cold open where where they no, were, that was yeah. no, no for yeah. me that's cold open. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't. I think this is the first one mm-hmm. that we went without, and I just I kind of felt like. Um, uh, I, I thought something was missing, yeah. uh, but, yeah. but, 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 you know, I, that's not, that didn't kind of take away. It was a me. long episode too. This is a 28 minute episode. I want yeah, one of the yeah. longer ones for sure. And there was a no, lot no, there. Sure. Like I have there was a lot there, yeah. 20 clips clipped and I could have clipped more. Yeah. So, uh, I, so, so for me, I've really enjoyed all the name dropping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that, uh, that probably 
uh, didn't mean a, a lot to a lot of people, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, you know, but it, you know, it added a little extra salt and pepper for me, so I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that, and it's safe to do since we're not in space. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nice callback, well done. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I mean, there was so much good in there, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie was awesome, and I, and again, like Google it, Google Kasperi Kapanen. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they're they're separated birth yeah. exactly um but uh yeah like all the innuendos and i love the baseball analogies mm-hmm. uh so so uh, i felt like i feel like i gave a little prequel to that and in, in some of my previous reviews mm-hmm. but uh uh yeah i i really enjoyed it not only did we get uh, everyone in the same in in the same scenes but we got some pairings of unlikely people that we don't usually see together like katie and coach how uncomfortable is that um, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and a lot of those pairings where you would normally see those, those characters, uh, acting or reacting to each other. So that was kind of fun to see too. Um, though, though Katie and coach felt more natural than Riley and coach. So they're, you know, uh, take that for what it is. You think so? Point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Matt, what do you think? I mean, I'll, I'll kick off right away with like, did, did Katie like orgasm at the end of each yeah, of those conversations? Sure. Like seriously, so, yeah. that was what the fuck was about. Yeah. Like was that what the was- fuck? That was some good acting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, wa- I watched that scene twice, but you know, it's all. Good. <laughs> and then went ballroom there, dancing. There were two scenes. Yeah, <laughs> there were ballroom dancing. <laughs> well played. There were two scenes where Katie seemed like she finished, but there was also a scene where Coach finished, and and he actually said he did. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I mean, all in this was this was a lot of fun. I, mm-hmm. I'll say right now, this I think this was the best of the holiday episodes mm-hmm. is, i'll call that one out there was so much good emma hunter coming back as the uh match the matchmaker i mm-hmm. thought she was brilliant mm-hmm. um her dynamic and interaction with them was so fun to watch uh, the show like even just started off so well with the conversation at the at the table with the valentine's day and wayne's interaction with dairy around that a boy like just like letting him go and like no one no one correcting him but just letting him have that valentine's and just kind of making fun of him subtly i thought was so brilliant i mean james daly was on fire this episode he he just hit so many things out of the park as ronzi and it, it really did create that tension and there was just there's a lot of elements um what i loved as well was dan um they can they've continued his tone where he's sort of naive but mm-hmm. so open to everything mm-hmm. and, I, and i love that about this because again in those whole scenes where he's just learning and understanding and taking it in and he he's so receptive to it doesn't matter yeah. what it is yeah he's squirrely dan stuff. he's got some experiences but he's still yeah. making handmade valentines well, he's, too he's it's... got experience but he doesn't <laughs> quite understand it all mm-hmm. and he's trying to mm-hmm. and i appreciate that about him because mm-hmm. he really wants to and he doesn't he's not judging anyone he's just Help me, help me get it. I want to get it too. Mm-hmm. And and I love that. So, and then again, right down to the Wayne and sewer things. I totally agree with you. Like the, those scenes were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I mean, I honestly, I feel like those two, uh, Jared and Tyler in those scenes must have loved it. Like it must've felt very nostalgic to them having done the, um, Don oh Cherry God. movie together. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. The Don Cherry movie together mm-hmm. sitting on the ice again. I mean, even when we spoke to Tyler, mm-hmm. he's a big sports guy. You know, he mm-hmm. did lacrosse hockey, all that stuff growing up. So being on the ice with Jared doing that scene was probably 
a pretty awesome thing for them. Um, I'm sure they laughed and had a really good time and it felt very natural. So I thought them getting a chance to have that one-on-one, mm-hmm. uh, those series of scenes, I thought was really well. I so saw, I think they, they played to everyone's strengths mm-hmm. in this episode really good considering it was sort of a fun playoff mm-hmm. uh, holiday episode, but all, all in all, I thought it was great. Tanya. Um, I came into it not realizing that it was a holiday episode, so I was also a little bit confused why the cold opening mm-hmm. open was going so long. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm, I'm like, I wasn't quite 28 sure. 28 minutes later, she's like, this is the longest cold open. What the hell is going on? And then I, I really had to pause for a moment trying to figure out if Wayne and uh, Marie Fred had split up. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't figure out what was happening there either. So it, it did take me a little bit of a moment um and then i finally figured that part out i love Derry and his vocabulary uh <laughs> mashups and and screw-ups because it happens um in my family all the time um one of my mom's uh notes to the teacher my my sister was late going to school and she put morning instead of this morning um and she put an s apostrophe morning thinking that was the word and and i relate so much to dairy because it happens in my family more often than i should probably admit um i i just i i couldn't figure supposedly. out supposedly i know it, it's, uh. it's 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 all kinds of wrong but anyways be, be more pacific allegedly <laughs> across across drowning oh. Oh, drowning <laughs> drowning oh yeah there's so many <laughs> there's there are a lot i could i, mean, I could make you a list mm-hmm. anyways i couldn't figure out who the uh, matchmaker was um and and not until i think we had this conversation right now did i realize that she was the um the one from relationships the one from relationships, relationships mm-hmm. yeah um just echoing this exact same thing that you guys have all said, Stuart and Wayne, uh, best, best, best storyline ever. I loved everything about, you know, how they bantered back and forth. I got absolutely none of the hockey references at <laughs> all. None of them. Um, but the the bantering all the same was so on point, like, um, you know, referencing back to the hard no and the wondrous and the shirt tucker and then um, them getting onto the ice together. It was fantastic. It really was. I love when Stuart um, goes one-on-one with Wayne and Wayne respects him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they have that connection. And again, just showing that the kids have way more layers um, uh, and that Stuart is, is really part of the town. Like, yeah, uh, I think an important line there that, well, that, that, that hit me hard anyways, when, when, when Wayne asked Stuart, how long he's been a skid and Stuart's yeah. final response was as long as you guys have called me one. Yeah. I thought that was, that was, you know, that was a heavy line there that, that kind of, you know, uh, I don't know if it landed with everyone else the way it did with me, yeah. but it was, it was a heavy yeah, line. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, I thought it was hilarious that these guys are like who go to the bar together almost every night or whatever it is, um, pay $250 a person to <laughs> no, sit no, with each other. No, 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 it's just oh, 250 it was, total, total. Oh, it was 250 total? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I that was a per- no, like no. Gail was trying to get him her down I would have to been, like two, I would have been demanding my money back if like, I walked into that room and there's only two women there and one was even, Gail there's, like, not even, <laughs> there's like no alcohol no. no like cocktails no anything yeah. like what is that for well, it was 11 a.m. too so <laughs> no, no no Bonnie McMurray no yeah what the hell yeah 
Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, but yeah, two women amongst all the guys, mm-hmm. and uh, it was fun though. They played it really, really well. Mm-hmm. Steven. Um, I, I, I'm going to piggyback off what, what Tanya just said, um, that the chemistry between Stuart and Wayne, I mean, the last time we saw them really interacting this much was fart book. Mm-hmm. Oh man. <laughs> yes, it was. And I would right. say, I would say the chemistry now is much, much better, much, much better. <laughs> I'm just going to just throw that out there. Yes. Let, let that marinate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love this episode. I really do. This is, this is, I, I, I wrote my top five for us. Um, mm-hmm. This oh, is my awesome. number one because wow. you get so many different pairings, interactions um, just from the bare beginning. You get poopy pants, Wayne, uh, uh, Katie appreciates Dan mm-hmm. um, just everything. You get Glenn, you get uh, Wayne and Stewart. Uh, Oh my God, Katie with Dax and Ron. Oh, it's. I mean, <laughs> I've been. I've not been single in a long time. I wish I could make a woman do that. You know, like good lord. Yeah. I, I will say, I'm just gonna throw something else real fast that I don't have my notes. I've been watching Working Moms, the new season of Working Moms. Oh yeah. So wait, so yeah. Yeah. I'm not spoiling. I don't think, but uh, the blonde one is it Dax or Ron? Uh, Which was the blonde? Ron, 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 Ron. Yes, Ron, Ron. Ron is in the new season of Working Moms. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. He, he popped up, and I was like, "Hey, keep an eye out for him." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you, such you, a good show. It's so. Oh my it god, is. it's so good. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, oh god, there's. I, I don't have really a whole lot. The, the double entendre between mm-hmm. Dax and Ron. Um, again, my own personal connection to uh, Jonesy and Rold. That that whole thing of just. And he's so pure about it too. Like, it's not like, like a gross degrading, like, you know, it's, it's from a pure place of not Mm -hmm. knowing or understanding. And I, again, I totally, totally connected that because I've been there. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know. I, I knew what I'd been told, I guess, but I'd never, at least where I was from, no one was out. If they, I'm sure there were gay people there. They just weren't out. And I didn't know them. I mean, I was a theater nerd, so Mm -hmm. I, there were gay kids. They just didn't, you know, they weren't out about it. Um, <laughs> I, I would say that, uh, and of course, again, the pinnacle is Stuart and Wayne hard, no wondrous. I just, that is peak letter Kenny. Um, the only thing I would say like missing would be the McMurray's. They could have yeah. been, or Tannis. I mean, Tannis might've been fun yeah, too. Throwing yeah, the Tannis. I'll always throw in some Tannis. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But but you know the McMurrays would have been down for speed dating like a hundred percent. They they could she'd have been knocking back cocksucking GNTs all yeah, day long. Yeah, yeah. she would have brought her own. That's why they didn't add them because they would have just taken away from the rest of them. Yeah, like Bonnie yes. McMurray is is yeah. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. Maybe. Yeah, but but yeah, just specifically though for me, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway for me is just all the different pairings of people you never see talking, mm-hmm. and it just it worked so well. It was mm-hmm. so much fun. And yeah, that's, that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, the, the scenes with um, uh, Jonesy and, and roll remind me of the, the back to the sled shack, the scenes where the Hicks are, are, are trying to uh, trying to wrap their minds around, um, you know, not being homophobic. Yeah. Homophobic <laughs> and not being like they're, they're, they're talking it out with each other, which is a good way to be. And another good way to be is you can ask questions. Like if, if it's coming from a place of curiosity, like, like actual curiosity that you're not, you know, making fun of somebody, you could probably ask questions and they'll, they'll be happy to answer them as long as you're, you know, not, uh, you know, yeah. coming from that spot, from that well, place, like, right? 
I, I would say like what Jared Kiso and Jake mm-hmm. Tierney, I say you're not punching down. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not punching down. You're 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 genuinely interested in learning. Same with uh, you, you'd commented Squirrely Dan. He's open minded. He wants to. He's soaking it all in. He he's not judging. He's he's asking and and uh, not coming from a judgment judgmental space for sure. I, I, oh man, that whole thing with with. Uh, Dax and Squirrely Dan and the double, the double entendres and the pitching <laughs> yeah. and oh, awesome. the switch, the switch hitting. I, I, I was, I didn't say this then, but like, so with my gay friend, mm-hmm. I used to go to gay bars all the time with him because oh, yeah? no lie. It was a lot easier to pick up women at gay bars because they assume you're gay. <laughs> and I just wouldn't so tell them otherwise. Hitting. <laughs> I was switch hitting. Oh my gosh. Nice. And, and so like they're dancing with you and, you know, you get a couple of drinks and you're kind of dancing together mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you know, <laughs> I wish there were a straight guy here. And I'd be like, uh, <laughs> I'm wondering, hey, it's not great, but it's the only option you have. You're the lone, bo- <laughs> <laughs> it's the only you're the lone bottle of water in a oh, desert. Yeah. You, you tapped into a pool that none of us thought about. <laughs> I am a mirage that no, turns no, out not, to be real. So one of my closest friends. One of my best friends, Joe, uh, who's like this big, burly biker looking dude with beard and tattoos and piercings everywhere, actually in college went went through for makeup and hair or, or Esthetician, cosmetic, yeah. esthetician or something like that. And we were all like, what the fuck is it? Are you kidding me? I'm the only straight guy in the class. It's wondrous. And uh, so, yeah, <laughs> so true. He, he, he had a great time. And in year one of college, he just had a great time. <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so much fun. I actually, one of the, I've, I've never been in a real fight, but one of the closest I've ever come, I was in a, a, a gay bar in New York actually. <laughs> and I'm dancing and I was dancing with a girl and someone reaches around and grabs my front area. And I kind of slapped the hand away and you know, like it started, it, honestly, to this day, I still think about like how difficult it must be to be a woman going to a straight club and mm-hmm. how you know much that happens. Yes, my So friend. I'm dancing. Yeah. So I'm dancing again, a hand grabs me in the crotch and I was like, I kind of slapped it away a little bit harder. Third time he grabs me, I grab the hand, I turn it around and it's just some dude. I get right up in his face. I was like, you need to stop fucking grabbing my balls. Otherwise you're going to have a trouble. And I have a trouble. You're going to be in trouble. I don't know. It was not very threatening. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> Your mommy is going to be really upset. But I, like I was getting and I, I kind of looked around. I realized that I was in a sea of, of, you know, of dudes and girls that were not on my team. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, just leave me alone because uh, I was not about to start that fight because it was not going to end well for me either yeah. way. I, mm-hmm. I was going to get pounded one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's move on to um, episode ratings. That could have landed so good. It, it did. It did land. It, you know what? That is such unwanted. That's such an eye opener, though, because it's so true. Like that, you just got, you just had that that feeling of what a woman does feel like mm-hmm. going into mm-hmm. to uh, the clubs and stuff, like constantly being grabbed and 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 yeah, unwanted. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I feel, it made me feel really like. Look, I, I've never done that. I've seen people do it. It's never mm-hmm. been my game. I've, I've been at concerts. We see the girls that are crowd surfing mm-hmm. and there's always the hands that are doing this and the one between the legs. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many girls and I'll be in a, just grab her and pull her down. I should be like, thank you. I was mm-hmm. not wanting to be up there. It, yeah. 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 Sorry. Virtue signal. But All good. Yeah. All right, let's move on to episode ratings, and it uh, starts with me again. And this one's an easy, easy, easy fresh. It's so fresh. Uh, I mean, there's nothing I can't think of. I can't really think of anything bad about this episode. None of it was uh, was a commercial break. None of it was um, 
off-putting that I can think of. I mean, no, it was all it was all just really funny. A lot of funny stuff in it. A lot of um, and and again that those scenes with with uh, with Stewart and, and Wayne are gold. So uh, it's an easy easy fresh for me, uh, Victor. Yeah, uh, it's a fresh for me as well. I, you know what's funny? Like for me, it didn't feel like a Valentine special. Oh. <laughs> you know, uh, so. I, I, you know, they went speed dating. Mm-hmm. I guess you can say that's kind of Valentine-ish. That's um, where Dan gave so, Valentine's cards out. And- yeah, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, there's a little, you know, uh, there's a little dressing there. Mm-hmm. But but aside from that, that I mean, there wasn't a, an episode episodic theme. Like, uh, there mm-hmm. wasn't, I don't know. I, I'm not, like, I'm not putting it down for that. I just feel like, um, like comparing it to the other themed specials, it wasn't about Valentine's and maybe that's what, and maybe that's why Matt liked it. Maybe that's why this episode worked because they weren't trying to, uh, force anything. Mm-hmm. They weren't trying to force anything around the ridiculous holiday. They were just, it was two interesting storylines. Mm-hmm. One, you had, you know, two opposites coming together, uh, uh, and, and having this incredible rapport. And then at the end, unfortunately, it all kind of uh, felt the shit, but <laughs> it all went but, back to normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but and then on the other on the other side, you had the most ridiculous that was doomed to fail from the start, kind of a game based on the fact that wait a second, uh, there's a married couple here, uh, and then there's two girls, uh, and uh, two uh, two of them have the clap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and coach, uh, so you know, and coach is like. Yeah, yeah. Coach is like you know you've got your wonderful drink in front of you, and then somebody decides to put a, put a stick of celery in there, thinking <laughs> that that's going to make it dress it up and make it better. Uh, uh-huh. And and it, you know, so so it, it just just from afar, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. we loved it, and Coach was probably one of the best parts in it. But uh, uh, it's just it was the, the whole concept is just so ridiculous. It's it's, it's brilliant, Victor. Uh, if, but, if if Barb is your MVP, so help me God, go on. <laughs> so so anyway. <laughs> I, I, you know, I loved it. I mean, there were so many things that you can take apart and, and really, you know, zero in on and, and really enjoy, uh, you know, uh, uh, a squirrely is always kind of, you know, close to my heart. I, I love that guy. Mm-hmm. I love the exchange. Uh, it was brilliant. Um, uh, uh, but I mean, there was just so much. We we could talk for hours about the things. I loved it. It's a fresh. Uh, uh, really enjoyed it. And uh, if there's any anything anything to fault, it's they could have squeaked in a cold up open. <laughs> oh, really? You really miss it that much, eh? Okay, uh, Matt. What did you? Uh, what's I'm your? I'm a rating? traditionalist. Okay. <laughs> Don't fuck with tradition. <laughs> so I mean, I'll, I'll, so. This is what I love about these conversations and this and doing this whole podcast is you guys bring such different perspective. And even I I swear to God, as we go through every one of these episodes, my opinion changed constantly of episodes that we're reviewing. And this is no different. This is absolutely a fresh. It was a fresh coming in. It stayed a fresh. But there's a lot of good things that were said. And, and And I think what Victor was hinting at is is. I, I called me out, but the fact that this one actually didn't feel like a holiday episode, it mm-hmm. was, but the other ones were very much, obviously a holiday episode. This one could have, they could have slid this in as episode five or six or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call mm-hmm. it. And you wouldn't have noticed you say it centers around Valentine's day, but who cares? Um, it was really brilliant. And they still stuck to some of the things they do really, really well, where they address topics and they, call out those uncomfortable moments that 
most of the world is terrified to have, but they do it here and they do it in a fun way that makes it easy. Mm-hmm. So those whole gay conversations, which Stephen's a, light, a comment on that he's had these and, and I know a lot of people have, and a lot of people haven't and probably should have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's brilliant because these are the questions people have, even if they're too afraid to fucking ask them. So I thought this was a really smart episode and they use that dynamic of these really uncertain conversations and these unlikely pairings and they, and they drew out these things. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a no brainer fresh on this one. It was a really smart episode in the holiday scheme of things. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. It should have been in my eyes, a a, a regular, a regular episode. It didn't Mm -hmm. need to be a holiday Valentine's day or not. It was, it was really, it was really well done. A hundred percent fresh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tanya to you. Um, I wanted to to comment and say about uh, Katie and Ron and their their um, um, sex references for around baseball, um, and how it was it was comical because um, my sister had just sent me a text asking me if um, a mitt is reference to your hoo ha, which is hilarious to me. Because so it runs in the family, is what you're saying. So it runs in the family. That you guys just did, don't get it. Eh? She didn't know that it was a mitt either, and I had to tell her, "Oh yeah, I just found this out. It is." So I've never I, heard it before. Letter Kenny. Oh, oh okay. okay, there you go. So yeah, I'm not yeah. the only one, people. <laughs> so did you have to clarify what hoo ha was with her? No, no. I knew she. <laughs> she always has reference. No, that's to clinical. Hoo-ha. That's that's <laughs> that's a clinical term. <laughs> in my we could ask McMurray. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, I'm not um, one to use <laughs> and so what I also thought was really funny and and I reference back to is that a friend came out to me um a, in a baseball reference as well that he was gay and 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 saying that he what? yeah and he used the a baseball reference and and I was sitting there dumb I, I couldn't figure out what the hell was being said to me I'm like okay I don't know what you're saying he's like I play for the same team I'm like I don't know what that means. Like you play uh, against each other. Like he's like, yes, we do. I'm like, oh. anyway, sometimes. Yeah. So, so that was, uh, that was funny to me. Um, the question too. So do you think Gail and coach are, are going to get together? Hmm. Oh, that's an unholy alliance right there. Now, I, I feel that's more kind of like parallel playing. Parallel playing. playing. All right. They're just going to sit in the same room and masturbate. Yeah, you got it. I kind of feel like they, they kind of did that spiritually anyway. Mm. They did that spiritually. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I think it's an absolute solid episode. Um, I, I, I echo again, the Stuart and Wayne was absolutely fantastic. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Absolutely a fresh. Wondrous. Oh my god. Oh, All right, we have another unicorn. Oh my god. Oh my god. And the unicorn. Victor's background switches to the unicorn. Uh, Steven, oh, I finally see it. Yeah, there you go. You finally see it. It's, it's real, Stephen. Yeah. It's real. I've, I've heard so many times, but I've never seen it. I'm so excited. 
<laughs> so Steven, we have quorum and we have a unicorn. Uh, so no pressure on you now. You can give it whatever rating you want. I mean, I feel like I know what it is, but go ahead. Yeah, it's a compost. It's crap. These <laughs> 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 suckers. Can't believe y'all watch this piece of shit. No, um, I love this episode, man. That is so good. Again, I'm gonna piggyback off of Tanya. Tanya, God, sorry. It's all right. I have a Tanya. It's it's hard. Tanya, and again, I'm I'm gonna point out that. Yo, Wayne and Stuart get together. Energy is is solid. It's so good. Um, like like uh, like Al said, um, you know, in a couple of episodes back with McMurray and the, and the cunt talk, and just it was so grating. But you literally have like sex talk going on in front of you, and it's and it's sexy. It's damn sexy this time because it's not really sex talk. Like I get the mm-hmm. you know it's double entendre, but it, it is so well done. Mm-hmm. Like I I remembered this episode from the first time I ever watched the show through. And this is, I'm on, I don't know. I've watched it probably 10 times to at this point. I don't know, but this, like, I love when this episode comes on. Um, I, and, and kind of piggybacking, I would say the only negative about this episode is who's not there. You know, mm-hmm. we don't, you're right. We don't have Tans. We don't have Jim Dickens. Even, even the McMurray's you're right. They probably would have stolen the show a little bit, but like, that's the only way, how, how could it get better? Um, yeah. Again, I also have personal connection. Uh, uh, God, I can't even think. Rolled and and, uh, mm-hmm. and Jonesy and Jonesy. So yeah, this is this is a hundred percent fresh. If not, like I said, this is my this is my number one. So I love this episode. I watch it anytime. I might watch again when we're done, just because. Like, <laughs> very good. Uh, top fives. All right, we'll start with me. Uh, this is definitely making my top five list, and I'm just looking at my list and thinking where it's gonna slide in, and I think. I think it's going to go right up to my number two. I think it's going to go in just below relationships and just above uh, Dick slip out. So that means the uh, letter Kenny talent show uh, gets bumped off my top five, but this is, this is that good. as far as I'm concerned, Victor, does this make your top five? Do you need me to, Uh, No, as good as it is, I think I have a pretty solid top five. The thing about Mm -hmm. this episode, I, I, I did enjoy it, but I don't, I wasn't really like, it wasn't the funniest episode ever. There was, you know, like all the uh, uh, innuendo talk and stuff like that. It was, it was humorous and interesting, but it wasn't like belly laughs. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't, you know what I mean? And, and the whole coach, uh, not coach, um, uh, Wayne and uh, Stuart uh, Stuart, uh, interaction, they were fun, but they weren't funny. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so, so, and I'm not faulting it for it. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying there was, some there was episodes in the top five that are just just killers so i think i'm gonna leave it as is all right um matt so when i came into this no Mm -hmm. oh but you guys have said some good things Mm -hmm. and uh my opinions changed a bit but not all all gays have butts. keep drinking keep drinking Matt make it number one I've been drinking pretty hard this episode I've noticed I like it (laughs) but I yeah I you know what I'm gonna put it on my top five it's the only one that's gonna only from the holiday Mm -hmm. series it's gonna make my list it's gonna go in at number five it's gonna knock off push party season all right as I think my other four are solid Mm -hmm. but yeah, I think this one did a great job. It was fucking funny. I laughed my ass off. But it does what I love about the show. It draws attentions to topics that people aren't always comfortable about, and mm-hmm. they make them relatable. Mm-hmm. And I have to give them huge credit for that because I really liked what they did. 
So yes, it goes on my top five. Very good. Okay. He's so good at adding the S's, man. Is that the beer or just practice? <laughs> it's a little bit of A, a little bit of B's. That's, that's, that's why he's a squirrely one. Okay, here, I appreciate you. Here's the, uh, here's the moment of truth. Tanya. Okay. So I, I disagree with Victor. Oh. Victor, you are absolutely wrong. This was funny. Come on. Every single time Glenn opened up his mouth, mm-hmm. it was another laugh. Glenn was yeah. like the, the yeah. whole inserts during Wayne and Stewart's interactions and, and him, you know, calling out, you know, them asking for another beer and, and, and Glenn would insert another comment. And it it's was the most unlikely alliance since uh, can, Ju- can, Judas can, and can, JC. Can, <laughs> Can confirm. Like right I, 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 yeah, I look, Glenn. Everything he does is funny. Mm-hmm. Everything right up he to does the is funny. Very end. Everything. Even sitting on the 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 crate upside down and and almost getting hit in the head with the puck. And and, and that's exa- And that's why Stephen shouldn't be offended by the whole cal- uh, palate cleanser uh, comment because, <laughs> because Glenn Glenn is also plays that role uh-huh. so beautifully. Yeah. And and, uh, and 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 you too, Stephen, are a beautiful soul. So, so I, mean, I, I, I didn't even know you're here. To I'm sorry, I haven't heard that. <laughs> In all fairness, a palate cleanser is essentially created to balance the universe. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. In right. that moment. Yeah. So yeah, that's and, fair. I'll yeah. take it. I, I, I'm good with it. I'm and, okay and, with it. And so, sorry, and so, I proved Victor wrong, which is what's really important here. <laughs> yeah. and, that's and, right. And so, and 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 just like uh, uh, Riley. Uh, so, so Tanya, uh, I I agree with you that those were funny scenes, but they weren't. Uh, the, they weren't the spotlight. So I'm talking in terms of the 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 heavy hitters, the the the, the main attraction, and and that was great. It was entertaining. It just for me, it wasn't the funniest interactions the compared to I other. I get it. Episodes. I get it. Well, I don't get it, but that's your, yeah, that's your thing. So back to the question. Top so, five. So <laughs> the last time I enjoyed a Wayne and Stewart relationship like oh, this one. Oh, Steven's getting excited. <laughs> you called your shot. Let's see. He called this months ago. Yes, he called this months ago. I really, really, really enjoy Stuart and Wayne together. I don't know why. I just really love them together. I love when Stuart shows um, that different side of him um, and and goes almost head to head with Wayne. I don't want to say it's head to head, but it's just that they have that relationship. Yeah, and and I love. I just. That relationship that they have. So they had it once before in Fart Book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did feel. <laughs> Look at these uh-huh. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to fall off his chair, goddammit. <laughs> I did feel that this one had more substance to it Ooh. than Fart Book had. Okay. And, and even though, but, but, but Uh-oh. no, no, uh, gays don't the, have that's a bad word at the same time, <laughs> fart book is, it, it speaks to me because I'm not on Facebook. I, I kind of am, but I'm not, I'm not on Facebook because social media, like if I'm going to talk to somebody, I want to see you and talk to you. And anyways, I loved, I loved fart book so much for just making fun of fart book and how ridiculous it's gotten. Um, so it's really hard for me to okay. bump it. So what are you going to do? I'm going to bump it. So it's fart book. What is fart book coming off though? Cause you still have fart. Number four is fart book. Number five is Bush party. If, if I could put them side by side, but I know that, that I, that, no, that you that's tried this allowed. last time. It doesn't work. I'm going to bump it. So 
Does <laughs> you've just made Stephen's day? So does this become hey, your number you, four, you or well. does Bush Party Apparently. go up to number four? And I'm be- gonna just I'm taking one out and putting okay. one. All right, this in. I, I, I just think, take a I moment think, to digest I, this. Wait, and, and I be- think Stephen just katied. I know. Again, <laughs> again, I love oh how Fartbook really takes down the whole social media thing and 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 makes it just. Comical I feel like this needs a sound clip, but I don't want to replay the the the, the unicorn sound clip. So how about just this? I, now that was just right. All right. Well, it's I feel like ballroom it, dancing. It, it saddens <laughs> me to take it off, but at the same time, if anything's going to take it off, it's this one because I loved, 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 loved every single wow, minute of you've Stuart just and Wayne. Ma- you've just made Stephen a happy yeah, man. I you absolutely it. have. Wow. All right. Uh, so, Stephen, you'd mentioned you have your top five. So, uh, you know, hit us with them. Sure, sure. Uh, number one, Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, number two, fuss at the golf course because you just get to yell gooses to everyone. <laughs> I do that still, like, honestly. Like, someone's like, oh, yeah, there's a goose over there. I'm like, goose, gooses. <laughs> uh, relationships is number three. That's just, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, dick slip out. And uh, number five, buck and beach. Wow. Very strong list. Yeah, that is a very strong list. Yes. And and that's that's just the ones we've we've covered. So uh I mean Uh, yeah, I'm trying to like it's it's so weird because like I'm trying to think about what's past because I hadn't done a rewatch in a long time. So Mm -hmm. I I don't really remember what's what's coming up. Like I know when I hear it, but yeah, you know, but you're yeah, I I I kept it to what we've covered so far, just just because seeing appropriate. Perfect. All right. We didn't talk about Victor's. Well, uh, we're not there yet. We're we're getting there. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Here we go. MVP. (laughs) I start. (laughs) Thank thank you for for switching that, Tanya. I I called my shot. You helped me. It it was so funny because (laughs) I had already had all of these thoughts in my head Mm -hmm. and I was doing some dishes and Alan's like, you know, you've been called out tonight. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, there's been a prediction made. And I'm like, <laughs> thank you. I asked him to prime you on this. And then That's I'm so like, awesome. but the, no, but then it has the opposite effect on me. You Usually. have no idea. It yeah, I was waiting for her to break your heart. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, okay. uh, and yeah. I, I struggled with that because, because <laughs> as soon, because I, I, yeah, I don't like doing what people tell me. To All right. Do. We got to move but, on. Yeah. We're, we're, we're bordering on a very long episode here. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Yeah. My MVPs. So I'm going to rhyme off my most, even though I'm drinking a Labatt product right now, I'm rhyming off my most and three stars uh, my third star is ron he's he's great in this um just his his interaction with katie especially uh, he's really good and the, and their in their entrance is funny where ron's like pole dancing on on dax is it's pretty it's pretty uh hilarious uh, my, my number two is rolled rolled does a lot of heavy lifting in this and and he's he's his typical rolled but we we talk about uh katie's reaction to to ron but but I don't know if you noticed, but Roald kind of mirrors Katie's reaction when he's talking to um, I forget what he's talking. Well, when he's talking to Ron, and when Katie, you know, uh, kind of looks like she orgasms at the end of uh, and says "Oh fuck" under her breath. Uh, Roald does the same with Ron, uh, and and it was really funny. But my number one, I got to give it to my my MVP has got to be the matchmaker. She was great. Uh, she she really? kind of she yeah she was so funny and and so like I mean yeah she you know it's it's always hard. You didn't to, find the the baby voice and the and the but it, 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 it's all part of it. It's I know it's it, I would be annoyed by it too, but it's it's part of her shtick. 
And uh, and it's hard to, for somebody to come into a show where there's such a strong ensemble cast and 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 do what she did. And what she did was stand out. I thought she did a great job. Um, so I'm going to give it to to the matchmaker, uh, Victor. Your MVP. Uh yeah. Oh, so... sorry. Before you give your MVP, does everyone have their prediction written down for Victor? We're just doing one though, right? I didn't realize we were doing three. I don't. No, know no, no. I was, I was just kind of uh, giving runner-ups. Just change the rules. As no, I was just giving. My... <laughs> Hold on. In the past, one. we've done runner-ups. If we, if you don't, no, you don't have haven't. to. You don't have to. We, we, I have Victor. In, in, ba- in baseball, they have a player of the game, yeah. just one. In hockey, they've the got the three on? stars. So, anyway, so, you know, as Keep long as you're we listen to the one, cast, we make up the rules as we go. Exactly. Along. So, um, <laughs> as long as everyone's got uh, Victor's uh, pr- their prediction for Victor, Victor, go ahead. Yeah. So this is a it's a tricky one, right? Because there's so many. Uh, s- so many characters that really stepped up to the plate and 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 really had great performances. So, uh, uh, you know, Ron definitely a star. Uh, Scrolly Dan, oh my goodness, he, you know, uh, I think he's he's definitely. Pay attention, Matt. See, this is what together. he does all the time. So that's what I was doing. All right. And <laughs> and 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 I'm just throwing out. I'm just uh-huh. you know throwing out some uh, you know. Uh, so your MVP is. So, so I think the MVP is really the true unsung hero. Oh, uh, and it's it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, oh yes, yeah. So the true unsung hero, and and it's the one that really need to have to endure everything that we endured, uh, and oh uh, and and uh, having to listen to all of that interesting innuendo talk and trying to make rhyme or reason out of it, really not understanding what's going on. Uh, so I I really do feel genuinely that the uh, MVP of this episode is the unborn fetus that was. Uh, inside the oh my god (laughs) come on (laughs) and i know oh man matt's just sitting there he's not even talking oh i quit man (laughs) oh my god steven can i join your podcast oh Oh my god come on down come on bring your shorts oh jesus christ give your balls a tug you tit fucker really (laughs) oh my god oh my god i'm just gonna say it hurts I to have, even write this down. Hold on, unborn. <laughs> oh fuck! I put hockey. I thought he. I thought you were going to hone in on uh, Wayne and Stewart, and you're going to be like, "Oh, hockey!" Yeah. Yeah. Stop playing this game. This is, this is so you had hockey. I I yeah. I wrote down Glenn just because I couldn't think. Like, yeah. So I was obviously way off. Uh, Matt, did you? Who did you have? No, nah, no, nah, I didn't put anything. No. <laughs> I'm stopping playing the game. Okay, during. <laughs> During, Victor, during Victor's long speech, uh, Tanya started frantically writing something down. So <laughs> what, what, what did you put? Well, the original uh, was Coach because I thought mm-hmm. it, um, I, I was listening to him mm-hmm. and he'd referenced Coach a couple times. But anyways, then, then I frantically thought, OK, it's a Valentine's. Sh- uh, so it's the Valentine's cards no. that Squirrelly Dan was giving out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I yeah, stayed within the lines. I, it that was, was, it was so a living, not the lines. It was a living character. Within character the show, within character the had no lines. That is, it wasn't didn't seen. Didn't even freaking kick her belly. Oh like God. she didn't even go. Ooh, like anyway, baby's kicking. All right, no. we're moving on. No, Matt. <laughs> Matt, who's your MVP? <laughs> See, I actually thought I was pulling a play out of Victor's book mm-hmm. um, on the only premise that, you can't. honestly, I thought everybody came to the came to the plate of this episode. Oh. Uh, they all stepped up. So actually my MVP was something on the side that we haven't talked about that really made me laugh in a stupid way. Mm-hmm. 
was their name tags. So <laughs> that's funny. And there's two. So they that's were all pretty fun. good. I remember. There was Rold had the satanic yeah. star in his, yeah. but Darius. Anarchy. Is there anarchy A? Oh my, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, oh sorry. my God. When, when Darius, I saw Darius name tag. It's like when my now seven-year-old learned how to write for the first time. The D wasn't even a fucking D. I oh, I have so to watch hard. it again now. You know what? Looking I at that name tag. Did not even yeah. notice the name tags. So I'll no. have to go and back. And the only reason I'm giving it to them because I think everyone brought so much to the table. I couldn't pick anyone. I'm like, that made me laugh on a separate note. I'm, I'm giving you my MVP oh, to boy. the name tags. All right. Oh, my God. You're pulling a victor. Okay, that gotcha. victor. Tanya. See, you didn't think far enough though mm-hmm. you thought of what you would go victor and then you should push your limit past that to like something even further out that's, i'm surprised he didn't give it to the, the tables and chairs at the, the church hall or something because they, right, they were there settle down. Down. Settle down. <laughs> they, they, they were supporting oh you know my. anyway i agree every single actor every single person was phenomenal on this, but there were three outstanding people, a mm-hmm. three-way tie. Three-way tie. Okay. It's absolutely three-way tie. Um, it, it, it has to be Stuart, Wayne, and Glenn. I, every single time we, we panned away from them and Fair. we had to, uh, you know, we, we, we watched something else, someone else's storyline continue. And then we pan back. I was like, so excited to see what's going to happen next with these two. And, you know, um, Wayne saying to Glenn, you know, get some more beers. We're going to take this out. Cause, cause it was closing. I'm like, yes, we're still going. And I was just, I was so excited and 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 I loved I, I I just love seeing the three of them and their interactions with each other. It was it was great. All right, uh, Stephen. I'll, I'll do I'll make this very quick. And since I did write down three though, uh, mm-hmm. number three, Katie, Dax, and Ron. That was just the best interaction. Those three, her fuck, oh my god, <laughs> just. And it could it have really gone either way, right? Katie could have oh. walked out with Dax and Ron just the same oh. as rolled what did i have i i kind of wish she did just because like i felt she i mean oh and then ron uh, and then and then um no uh oh my well, god what's his name um well, dax what well, no not dax good lord uh he would have just sat there and cried well, rolled, right rolled rolled would have just sat yeah. and cried uh number two uh rolled and jonesy because again personal connection my my mvp is i'm taking a little bit of a page out of victor's book here oh boy um I'm giving the MVP just to double entendre in general <laughs> nice. because it landed so well in so many different situations between, you know, uh, with Squirrely Dan and, and Katie and yeah. So double entendre is my MVP. All right. I like it. Oh my guys. I'm going to do something uh, unprecedented. I've, I've just like wolfed down two beers and I got to go take a real, <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I gotta go to He's the bathroom. Go I'll be right back. So you guys talk amongst each- yourselves. We're still really? recording. Pissed on a rabbit. He's gonna go pull it. Pissed on a rabbit. Pissed on a rabbit. Pissed on. And you pissed. Oh my god! Everybody's taking well, a piss. <laughs> yo, this show went long. Here, let me see if I can press a few clips and see what happens, <laughs> and then I delete oh, the whole show. <laughs> and your buttons aren't toys. Like, a, dude, I had four pages of notes and I didn't say anything during the whole thing. That was just well, a lot. Oh, of now's your time. Now's your time. To... Do it. Do it. No, I mean, there's really nothing. I don't even know what to go back and like everything we touched on was so good. Y'all want to see something really funny though? Uh, a recent punishment I've been giving my daughter is if she does something wrong, I make her write me essays now. 
Nice. And so, so she's been writing me essays about, you know, at seven? Not throwing a, her penmanship is at seven. Better than Darius. It is better than Darius. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's How amazing. Old is she? She's about to be eight. Jesus, man. But, yeah. I got one of those as well. And it doesn't look anything like that. Look, look this, one. This, this one, let's see. I'm this about to be eight. Yeah. Two, two pages long. This is, this wow. is a long apology. She really, she's writing novels. She's she very, very, very disobedient. Is this uh, the education <laughs> system in the U S it seems to be far superior. I love it. I love no, it. She's, she is a very opinionated child. I don't know why I'm talking about this. We're on letter Kenny. So there are no kids because we don't give a shit about kids. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're falling off bikes. Unless they're falling off bikes, which is the oh. one. And then that's fine. Well, so, and, uh, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 please. No, no, I was going to say if there's, I mean, I was going to say we can move into final thoughts, but Al was set, put himself conveniently at the front of the fucking line. Hey, so I offered that. I offered him the juice cup. I'm like, you know, it might be big enough. I'll just chug it and you can give one under the table and, and give it a, a good piss out. Like, keep going, buddy. Like, Right? Yeah, listeners, this is a new one for us when our host uh, can't hold his shit together for the whole fucking episode. All right, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go and wing it as we. Hey, Hal's back. Hey, guys. Hey, Tanya, Tanya, this is just up? like the DM group. He read to me. Oh my god, the DM group. Oh boy. Oh my god, that was some funny shit. You got to get yourself on some Twitters. I I know that's the next step. Case. You could come into some random handle and no one knows you, and you'd laugh oh. your ass off. Who knows? Maybe she has already, and that's I don't funny. even know. True. That's All right. Maybe, maybe she's Shorzy. Sorry, sorry about that, guys. We were running long, and I'm looking at my script, and there's just so much shit to go get to still, and and I'm like, I wow. can't, I can't do wait. all the things you want to do. Uh. Yes, exactly. All right, so we're gonna move on to Tanya's Twitter poll. Uh, last week she asked about batching and batch, and so the, the Twitter poll is: Have have you ever used the term batch or batching when referring to masturbation? And uh, 22.6% of you said yes. Huh. Uh, 58.1% said no. And 19.4 said, no, but I will now. So uh, I think most, <laughs> the majority of people were, were on the same page as you. had never heard of it before. It's funny because the next day, we both used batch and batching when we were, because we were in the office here and my son shares the office with me and he was, he was doing school or whatever. And I forget what we were talking about, but we used batch just because just as code, I think it was, we were talking about the, the, the episode from the previous night, but we didn't want to use master. Oh, cause you were telling me about you were, oh, you were looking at I looked at it. Yeah. yeah. I was doing the space, the space. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and she research. Did, but she didn't want to admit to our 14-year-old son. That He's she like, was, so is that how they batch? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I learned about a lot yeah. of things. Our 14-year-old son doesn't need to know that his mother was looking up uh, masturbation in space. Um, and then after the uh, cameo with uh, Nathan <laughs> Dales, I had to do my own poll because the way he pr- pronounced the word produce instead of produce. And I want, I, I wondered who who says produce instead of produce. Like I've heard, I've definitely heard people say produce. Uh, but anyway, so I, my my Twitter poll was just, uh, you know, have I pronounced been pronouncing it wrong? Is it produce stand or produce? And seventy five percent say produce, and twenty five percent say produce. So there you go. Now how did that's, you find? That's heavily oh, ca- Canadian, I think. You think so? Because what what would it be oh, down yeah. there? Is it produce it's down there? Pro- produced, produce. definitely produce. Yeah. There you go. And we have some listener comments. Uh, so this one was great. Uh, out of the blue, someone named uh, at Serial Watcher said, "Spent twelve hours redoing my bathroom yesterday, and I got through <laughs> so many produce stand <laughs> episodes. I'm slowly catching up. I'll get there eventually." Uh, and that, again, that's from at Serial Watcher. Thank you so much for, for just list- getting past the first one. Yeah, well, that too. But uh, that's great. <laughs> 
Um, also, uh, just uh, who's this from? Oh, this is from uh, Justin Trollinger. Uh, I believe Stephen, you know him. He's yeah, a, yeah. He's a f- old school buddy. There you go. He said, "Just finished your you episode, and it should have been have as you. many. He sh- it should have have as many downloads as a Nick has Insta followers. But having had uh, my education <laughs> from." Alabama, we had terms that the rednecks would call out for several reasons that you is used for. So here in the States, we didn't have much difficulty understanding why they were saying you. Uh, so is that something you've heard before? You? No, I'd never heard that until Letter Kenny, but I, I, t- I t- this t- to this day do use it. That and batching. <laughs> there you go. That and batching. Um, and and then ballroom dancing. We had a ballroom dancing. We had another great review <laughs> written on, uh, on Quill. Um, Quill podcast reviews. There are 5,000 people in Letterkenny. These are their problems. From outside, Letterkenny appears to be a sort of rural Canadian Seinfeld, a comedy focused on the banal uh, details of day-to-day lives of a group of hicks, their associates in a small town. Now, I know what you're thinking. How could anyone podcast about a show that's about nothing? The fact of the matter is that Letterkenny, there is more going on once you peel back the surface. Al, Tanya, Victor, and Matt break down an episode every week. And in the course of doing so, they invite us into their lives for a while. Uh, We feel like we're just shooting the breeze with our friends, like the Hicks hanging out in front of the produce stand. Uh, They have grown a community around the produce stand that is effusive and welcoming. The addition of weekly guests recruited from their Twitter group chat and Patreon um, expands a sense of communal communal buy-in and brings even more diversity to conversation. Those conversations c- continue on the Discord server channel after week, uh, weekly after party, uh, where we can hang out and get a little sneak peek at the podcast before it gets posted and throughout the week in the Twitter DM group. Uh, the recent Ag Hall social episode has, is a testament to the community that has sprung up around the podcast. If you want to get a clear sense of the show, listen to that episode. Even though it's strictly not about Letter Kenny, it showcases the type of people who are drawn to it and passion that is infectious amongst the pa- the fans. And that's from Dana, Dana Boyle. Wow. That's a wow. amazing write-up. Thank you so much, Dana. Thank you. Uh, all right. Um, oh, and speaking of the, the Ag Hall Social, uh, the date is set. It's going to be for Wednesday, June 30th. So uh, n- not going to be on a Thursday night. It's going to be Wednesday night uh, because uh, thir- the, the following night is Canada Day. So we're not g- going to record on Canada Day. Uh, so uh, please join us. I- I'll be posting about it uh, on Twitter. <laughs> you mean Thursday? <laughs> what? Just Thursday. I'm just messing with you, man. Oh, right. Gotcha. (laughs) Um, So I'll post more details as we get closer to the date. Um, But yes, we're going to do it again. It was a success last time. It was a lot of fun. So hopefully we'll get as good a turnout, if not better, next time. And uh, Letterkenny News. So much, so much, so much news. First of all, we're getting a lot of uh, Instagram posts from uh, 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 cast members who are... um, saying that that it, there's a, there it's a wrap for seasons 10 and 11 shooting now i'm not clear whether it's just a wrap for those individual people or whether they've actually finished shooting um uh, so uh, Clark Bacco, who plays Rosie, uh, she uh, she uh, posted a picture of herself with with uh, Evan Stern, uh, who plays Roald, wrapping it up. And also Jay Burton, who plays uh, joint, um, not Joy Boy, Tyson, also posted a picture uh, uh, with him and, and uh, Jared Kiso and calling it a wrap. So, um, you know, uh, again, whether they're still shooting and it was just those two characters who are done with their part on the show, we don't know. 
But uh, as far as we know, production is still uh, still continues up in uh, in Sudbury. And of course, I already mentioned the Puppers is coming back, and that's going to you know be distributed on Canada Day by by Labatt uh, across Canada. Uh, no word though whether it's going to be available outside of Canada. Um, and oh, one last thing. Again, last week uh, we had uh, our buddy uh, Eric, uh, our, our sponsor, on from Diabolical Coffee. He had mentioned that he's going to make four. Uh, diabolical coffee shirts and they're going to have a um, uh, produce stand uh, logo on it and so these are four well, i'm not gonna say one of a kind because there's gonna have four of them so they're four of a kind uh, no one else will have them so we're going to do a bit of a giveaway and we're going to do it in the form of an itunes review contest so uh, we want to try to get as many itunes reviews as we can so we can get some uh, good you know get rated higher on their on their charts um so please, if you haven't uh, already uh, done so, uh, give us a review on iTunes and you'll be entered and, and then let us know and you'll be entered in the draw for one of these four shirts. If you've already reviewed us on iTunes, that's great. You're, uh, you'll be entered. Just let it just remind us that you already reviewed us and we will make sure that we uh, enter you in the contest. And then uh, at the Ag Hall Social, we'll do the draw for the four winners of the shirt. Tanya, you have your hand up. Do I need iPhone to be on iTunes? No, you can just create an iTunes account if you don't have one already on a PC or any on whatever computer you're using and just go in and give us a review. All right, final thoughts. Unfortunately, uh, during my long speech there, Matt had to drop off. You know, he's, he's got a young, um, young one, so can't, you know, can't stay up as late as the rest of us. Uh, so, um, but we'll start, I'll start with uh, my final thoughts. Uh, Stephen, I was looking forward to this, man. Great to have you here. Um, I'm a fan, you know, I listen to your podcast. You're doing a great job with the guys review podcast. Uh, and, and especially when, you know, I, I, I break Trey's balls because he does the same to me. Uh, you and, absolutely hundred percent should too. Yeah. And, uh, it's, but it's a lot of fun listening to you guys. You're, 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 uh, um, you're, you're having a lot of fun and you can tell. <clears throat> so thank you for coming on. You did a great job tonight and, uh, hope to have you back and we'll hope to see you at the Egg Hall social. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Victor, your final thoughts. Yeah, Stephen, you really brought it, man. Uh, and and you and not only did you bring it, but you actually influenced. You influenced change today. There you go. You, you know, uh, so so you know, you can go to bed tonight knowing that you made a difference in the world. So so that's that's huge, uh, and uh, we really appreciate uh, you, you know your company here, and uh, really looking forward to you coming back again. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, and Matt's uh, probably already in bed. Tanya. Absolutely. I echo what Victor said. Um, Stephen, thank you so much for coming out. I'm so glad that the unicorn became a, a knockoff of the fart book um, <laughs> for you, even though I didn't do it for you. I'm glad that uh, it made your night and uh, um, excellent. Yeah. And Stephen. I, I, you know, I just don't know to say this has been so much fun. Um, I've been looking forward to this for so long. I've been super jealous. I've thought about asking if I could get in before this because you've already had multiple repeats. And I'm mm -hmm. like, no, no, this has to be the first one for me. Right? It just, it's got to be the first one. Uh, I've had so great. much fun. It really is. And I'm glad that you saw that. And that makes me happy. Um, uh, Al, of course, and, and they can, Tanya, if y'all want to try, we'll try to get y'all. We're having technical difficulties in our end, but I would love to have y'all on for one of our episodes. We'll we'll find something mutually, whether it's a movie or something mutually Canadian and America, we can review. Um, but I definitely want to have you guys on our show just as soon as we can figure it out. Tucker's <laughs> got a really old computer, and it can't. It literally cannot run Zoom. That's how old this oh, thing is. Oh wow! But, okay. But okay. but thank you, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for having me on. And I, I, yeah, I definitely hope to come back again sometime. And. 
you know, Matt and I used to go back and forth. I didn't feel like I busted his balls enough tonight. So I, I, I need to try harder. I was so focused on making sure Tanya, Tanya, God damn it. <laughs> making sure Tanya realized how good this episode was. Mm-hmm. So like mission accomplished. There but you like, go. Yeah. It's, it's easy to talk about Matt when he's not here. So exactly. thanks again. All right. I'm going to play us off here with a song from this episode. Uh, this one's called light spots by Kate Trinata. This is that uh, trippy kind of bossa song that they, they played during the intro. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Let's let this one marinate for a bit. It starts off quiet. Okay, it's a really long fade in. All right, so here we go. That's all we have for this episode. <laughs> Next week, we will welcome our buddy Dean Giles from the How Are You Now Podskeer and Boondock podcast for his regular end-of-season appearance to recap and review season six. Don't forget to give our sponsor Diabolical Coffee some love. They're at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code PROTOSTAND for 10% off any purchase from their site. Uh, If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at PROTOSTANDPOD. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, and by the way, we're on TikTok now, so go find us there as well. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Now we're going to go drink some puppers. On behalf of Stephen, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, have a uh, thank you for listening and have a great week. Yeah.